0: Jets from gladiators to host a millennium barn dance at Yeovil aerodrome properly pleased it must not repeat not turn into an all-night rave
1: <laughs> okay here we are again this is a special mini episode episode six although ableton 10 which is going to be coming up i believe it's being released in january so here is 10 minutes with Will Doggett on Ableton 10. Yeah, baby. To be precise, I believe the episode is actually 15 minutes and 25 seconds. But who's counting? We got Christmas just around the corner. Hanukkah. Woo! Yeah, that's right. So if you're unsure whether you want to upgrade to Ableton 10 or not, maybe you're standing on the edge like Lady Gaga is. Well, this episode is going to push you over the edge, push you into that deep, dark crevice of creativity, new sense, new effects. Ableton 10 coming up. Okay, thanks so much. We've got Will Doggett, and we are chatting all about Ableton 10. So, Will, what do we need to know? Yeah,
0: so I will mention up front, you know, I'll only talk for a few minutes, I could talk for hours, uh, literally. And about a month ago, I talked for about two hours on this. So I will share the link with you so you can share with everybody in the show notes uh, where I talked about Live 10. But essentially, all the changes to Live 10, I think I can boil them down to three things. And there's a lot of videos of people talking about stuff. But Basically, you need to know uh, there's updates to the visual look of live, which, you know, doesn't sound that sexy. Like, oh, cool. It looks different. But I'll talk about why that matters in a second. Um, updates to the sounds that are included with live. This is my favorite, favorite part about this. And I can... Talk about that more here in a second. And then the third thing is just updates to the workflow of Ableton Live 10. Um, you know, if I start with the workflow bit of this real quick, it, for me, uh, when I first got the beta, I've been using the beta for a while now, um, and kind of had to, you know, lie to everyone and be like, oh, I don't know when the live 10 is coming out. I hope <laughs> yeah, it's going to sure. be cool. But anyway, it's, uh, been messing with it for a while. Um, there were things as I read the manual and even as I did stuff that I'm like, that doesn't seem that big. Um, and then what's funny, I, I did, uh, the last project that I've done in live nine, uh, I guess a month or so ago, went back in it and I'm editing audio. And as I'm editing audio, I went to like do something that I had been doing in live 10. Uh, and I think it was just, um, the deactivating clips or, 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 something and it didn't do it. And I went, Oh man. And it was like in that moment, I realized I had spent so much time, and it's so much time it's like 10 seconds right it's not a big deal but those 10 seconds add up as you're editing vocals or something but i spent all this time doing something that now in live 10 is is a really quick thing and one of the cool things kind of the story behind the update is live's developers literally went into studios and watched users as they produce tracks and record um and just watched them work and started to pick up on some of those little small things that were taking a lot of time and went hey we can we can fix this so um for people that are currently using live anything previous to 10 you know most everyone's probably on live 9 now you need to update to 10 because the workflow enhancements are going to be huge. So editing audio, uh, splitting clips, um, deactivating clips. Uh, you can drag up and down on clips to adjust the, the point uh, you know, of the clip. Uh, nested instrument, uh, excuse me, not instrument racks. We can always do that. Nested group tracks, which just basically means I can, you know, and I did this often. I would group you know all the instruments or group my drums into one drum group track.
1: Well, the yeah. way I
0: like to mix as I get further down the chain is then eventually get all my instruments you know down kind of a subgroup if you will, and then have a fader for vocals. Well, you could never do that in live, so I had to fake it by routing the group's audio to uh, a new track audio. Right. Uh, so what we could do now is I can just say, okay, here's my drum group, guitar group, bass group. Now I can select all those and group those. And, um, as far as everything I've heard, there's no limit to the amount of groups. So it's kind of like a new nerd meme is how many, you know, take an Instagram, uh, you know, video of how many uh, groups you have uh, grouped. Uh, but I think I've seen up to like 350 so far and there's no wow. end. So again, small thing, it's not sexy. It's not like, Oh wow, look at this. But It makes a really big difference. So that's the workflow stuff. Again, what I've said is if if you're not using live and you're looking at 10 from the perspective of workflow, you're like, I don't know, you know, but if you are using live now, you need to upgrade and I don't get any, uh, you know, I don't get any payback or kickback from that. I should, but I don't, but you should upgrade. (laughs) That's what you should do. Um, from the visual perspective, this is the the first thing you're going to notice when you open live 10 is it looks different uh, I'll be honest. And I was just talking to a buddy of mine from Ableton the other day when I first got live 10, I, I just kind of went like, huh, you know, I just stared at it for a little bit and I'm like, you know, it looks different. It's not so jarring, but, uh, some of the things of like the clips now, the, the entire clip is one color. Right. So as opposed to yeah. the bar at the top and seeing it. And at first I went, okay, that's maybe looks a little too much like pro tools for my liking or something. You know, like, this is a little weird, but again, as I started working in it and started working with, uh, with audio and specifically editing audio, I started to realize, okay, this is really, really nice. A a very small thing. This is kind of more workflow than visual, but I can right click on a track and assign the, um, track teller track color to clips within that track. And that was like a huge process before. Uh, and so it's a small thing, but makes a really big difference. But just some of those visual cues, there's a new, um, Uh, a new font that Ableton has specifically done. And one thing you'll notice if anyone is visually impaired or has trouble seeing, um, uh, and if you use computers long enough, you will soon be visually impaired because you're staring at a screen all the time. But uh, as you zoom in, or if you do, if anyone's done the, uh, you know, uh, command comma preferences, go into zoom and zoom up Ableton's interface. It always has just looked really crappy, Uh, but they redid it. However, they did it to where, Everything's crystal clear. It looks great. I don't know technically what they did, but looks a lot better, which is cool. Um, yeah, the just little small things like that are really great. Um, in the browser, and again, this is more workflow than visual. The browser you can make favorites now, which is really cool. It's one of my favorite things. So it's really easy to sort stuff. Um, you can download and find Ableton Live packs that are available for you to download straight from the browser. Um, which that really, that segues perfectly into the new sounds of live. And I think Ableton as a company uh, for the past year and a half, two years has really focused on wanting to make this one of the best sounding versions of live. And I don't mean uh, from a audio engine perspective, if that makes sense. Like um, the cool thing, the audio engine is exactly the same, right? They haven't It's not like live sounded bad when you play a file and it comes out. They didn't change that, but uh, I mean like the sounds included with it, the keyboard sounds, the drum sounds, just the sound design perspective, which anyone listening to this that creates music, produces music, um, is really, really going to enjoy. And so you know, from the browser, I can view live packs and download live packs. If you're using Ableton Live 10 Suite, um, then what's really cool is there's a pack called Synth Essentials. There's one I think called Drum Essentials. A few other free packs that are included in Suite that you can download uh, straight from the browser. But have really really great presets. Um, there's a very uh, a, a brand new uh, wave table synthesizer, uh, aptly named Wavetable, Table, um, that I absolutely love. Uh, and I told this story in the webinar I did a couple uh, about a month ago. But And it really is true Uh, as I'm in the beta and and, and kind of messing with it. And a buddy of mine sent me an email and said, uh, hey, you know, check out Wavetable. I don't know if you're into Wavetable synthesis, but it's a new Wavetable synth we have. So I open it up and I'm like, man, I, you know, I'm, I love making sounds. I I have a Juno synth, the old Juno synth, but I, I'm not like a synth guy, you know, like I enjoy synthesizers, enjoy sound design. I get it, but I'm not like hardcore synth guy. I don't have, you know, walls of modulars and Uh, That's not my thing. So I'm kind of like, man, this is disappointing. Like I was hoping it'd be something different, but I sat down and I started to play. And literally the night that I got that update with wavetable, I think I was up for like six or seven hours and just could not stop making presets and sounds with wavetable. Um, and for me, I think Peter Kern from create digital music said this in his review, but wavetable kind of feels like the big brother to operator, Operator, and I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, Operator is my favorite synthesizer. It just works the way I, I think. it. I love it. Wavetable, I kind of have the same response to Operator, uh, so same response to Wavetable as I had with Operator, which is it just functions the way I think. All, you know, I can't make a bad sound from it. Um, and it takes something that could potentially be really nerdy and geeky and complex uh, and makes it simple, which is just this idea of, yeah, I can choose different wavetables and different types of sounds, but then I can morph them however I want to with this matrix, you know, mixer and say, when I press hard, I want you to um, change this effect, or I want you to do this thing and just create these really expressive sounds. Um, So for me, the pad sounds that I got out of wavetable are amazing. Uh, You could do these really great kind of EDM dancey things, just killer, killer sounds. So I really think People that are on standard should definitely look at upgrading to suite uh, for Wavetable primarily. If you're a keyboard player producer, you're going to want to use Wavetable. Um, And, you know, you might open less of your plugins than you did before when you get Wavetable, uh, which is a good thing um, in my mind personally. But Wavetable is amazing. Echo is uh, a delay kind of vintage delay plugin that they recreated um that's brand new. Again, it's if you do any you know, we talked about earlier doing ambient music and, you know, being into Brian Eno, that sort of thing. If you do anything in that space, uh, or you're a piano player um that just wants some good ambient stuff on your 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 keys echo is amazing so it has this warm kind of vintagey vibe you know you can do the self-oscillating thing that you can do with um uh, with great you know delay pedals where you turn up the feedback and it starts to oscillate and gives you this really cool sound you can definitely do that you can go crazy with it but there's a built-in reverb which um I don't know if it's any different than Ableton's reverb, which I love Ableton's reverb, but this one just sounds like it's meant for just like over the top ambience. Mm-hmm. But it's really that sounds clean. Great. Yeah, it's just you literally put it behind a piano um, and tweak a few things and mess with it. And you can do adjust the wobble amount on it. So you get that kind of old school rack delay thing where the repeats wobble. Um, you could do a gated uh, delay thing, you can have it duck. So you can really play, and then as you let go, the reverbs uh, or the echoes uh, come up, uh, filter built into it. Again, it's, it's, it sounds, uh, you know, I'm, it's difficult to try to explain it just by talking about it. But, man, when you hear it and you mess with it, it's just, it's amazing. Really, really cool. Um, the other two that I really like as far as the sound stuff goes, pedal. Uh, as a guitar player, it's really fun to mess with. It basically models a. Is it overdrive or? Yeah, it's it's kind of a overdrive distortion thing. So uh, I don't want to say like a multi effects thing in one because guitar players will cringe when they hear that. So don't hear that. But it's basically a tube screamer, uh, a Proco Rat, uh, and like a fuzz face in one. Mm, uh, nice. And so there's cool stuff. You can adjust, you know, how the mids respond. You can do dry, wet. And it sounds great on guitar stuff, but it sounds really great on synth stuff. And again, going back to the ambient Mm. stuff, you put that in front of a reverb or in front of echo, and you get these cool, like, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross kind of, like, just maxed out um, ambient key stuff. Like, really, really cool. Um, Pedal's amazing. The last one that I uh, really like is called Drum Bus. Um, yes, I'm, I wanted to ask you about that. It, it's it's crazy. And I'm not, uh, I said this in the webinar, I'm not like, like when I go to program drums, drums I start with the default 909 uh, drum, drum sound in Ableton, and then I tweak from there. Uh, so I'm not doing anything like crazy drum sound wise, but um, what's really cool with this, you drop drum bus in, and it really is like a few different things built in one. So you can shape the transients of the sound. So you can um, really make the, the high end, the hi-hat stuff, like cut through or kind of tame it down. Uh, there's a built-in compressor uh, that you just literally kind of turn up super easy, super simple to use. Uh, there's some drive and saturation in it. Uh, but one of the really cool things is this kind of low-end uh, effect. So basically you can dial in, I forget what they call it now. I think it's punch maybe you basically turn up a knob, and it adds in this kind of low-end, uh, like, sine wave type deal. Um, and so if you really want, like, your kick drum to, to cut through the mix, you just kind of turn this up, and you can adjust the decay out of it to where you get, like, the really long kick sound or really short kick sound. And then you click one button. Uh, I think it says learn. And as you click that, it's going to figure out, like, what key it should be in uh, based wow. on the many notes around it. Um, and you can change it, you know, to anything, but what's really crazy is for me, um, and I think this is the, the same across all the new sound stuff in live, is you really just, like, turn knobs, and it sounds good, which to me is, uh, you know, that's how I was with guitar pedals. I, I, you know, I don't necessarily want a guitar pedal that has a million options. I want a guitar pedal that Really, no matter what I do, sounds good. No matter what I turn, sounds good. And that's
1: really good for people who don't necessarily kind of know what they're doing. They're just getting started. Um, Yeah, that's right. So they don't have to, and they can still have a great sound. So that's really cool.
0: Yeah, and that's. I think Ableton as a company did really well. And that's why I like live as a platform for key stuff and producing. They did a really good job of making it to where anything sounds good, but it's not so dumbed down that people that know what they're doing are like, you know, this is child's play. I can't, I can't do anything with this, but somehow they balance this line of, um, you know, making it to where you can do whatever you want to do, but it's really simple and it just sounds really good. Um, you know, the, the other thing for me, and I think I mentioned this earlier and in the conversation is, Um, you know, now that I've got live 10 and I started specifically again, messing with wavetable and echo, um, I'm, I'm finally like making music again. And it's just kind of, for me, it's not, you know, I don't intend to, I'm sure I'll release a few tracks, but just for me to like sit and fiddle. And I've definitely been doing more sound design than I've ever done as I've gotten in this process, but just even making tracks, like it's, it's inspiring. It makes me want to make music again. Um, you know, which I used to do a whole lot more of back in the day, but now it's like, man, it's just, I want to sit down, plug in my keyboard and just make sounds because everything sounds good and it's inspiring and easy and fun. So, um, yeah, it's so much stuff in live 10 uh, I would encourage everybody. Uh, if you just Google Ableton Live 10 beta, there's uh, some instructions on Live's account, uh, on Live's uh, website, Ableton's website, on how to log into your account and say yes, you'd like to be a part of the beta. You could start the the Live beta now. It'll now, be
1: out who or- who is uh, who is eligible for that? Do you have
0: to own Live Suite in order to do that, or? I believe you have to own some version of live in yep. order to get into the beta. Uh, I don't know that you have to have, you know, that's a good question. I don't know if like if I have standard, if I do the beta of sweet, do I You know, temporarily get sweet? You might. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but check that out and try it and see what happens. Uh, and I know over time they'll be adding users and more and more users. Um, the one thing kind of on the heels of that, what I would tell people now, depending on when this comes out, if you're listening to this before live 10 is released before January, um, go. And, uh, if you haven't already upgrade to Ableton live nine suite, so I think we're on, was it 9.7 now? I think, right. Um, upgrade to the latest version of that. And when you do that, you will get Ableton live 10 suite, um, when it comes out. So no, no cost to upgrade there, but go and do that now. I think they're running a, I want to say 20% discount possibly, um, but they you'll get a discount on it, and then when 10 comes out, you'll get that. So again, I'd say do it now, and then you'll get 10 uh, when it comes out, and it's, it's definitely worth it for sure.
1: Great, and one last thing. I know it's a small thing, but I'm actually pretty excited about the changes they made to the metronome. I think that's going to be really helpful. It's a real simple thing, but I've always wanted a few more options, and they've finally done that.
0: Yeah, and again, I mean, there's – I was just at an Ableton event last week, I think, two weeks ago, and um, uh, Serafin, the the certified trainer there, brain manager for Ableton, was talking, and he said it's something like the release notes for this version of live – Um, it's something silly. Like I want to say like 250 something changes like tons and tons of things. So yeah, we, we obviously didn't get through all of them. The metronome changes are huge. The stuff to the browser I think is really cool. Um, The sounds are great. The ability to to name inputs and outputs people are going to love if you're running tracks, that's huge. Um, Just so, so many things um, that really, again, when you start using it, if, and this is the one definite defining thing, if anyone listening to this, like edits audio, in live, um, and works with audio or MIDI clips, uh, or does any producing whatsoever. Like to me, that's a non-negotiable, like you should up, update to live 10. I would not hesitate a- at all on that. Like go get live 10, you know, right now, uh, or go sign up for the beta and then get live 10 when it comes out. So, um, yeah, really, really cool stuff. I am digging it.
1: Well, Will, thanks so much for your time. And that's really super helpful. So yeah, absolutely.
0: You. Absolutely, anytime. Okay, so there we have it.
1: Coming in at just under 19 minutes and 25 seconds, my interview with Wister Will Doggett. Legend, absolute legend. Will knows so much, and it's great to hear from someone like him. If you guys have any questions, don't ask me because I know nothing. Worth checking out a YouTuber, DJ named Slink, S L Y N K. He's got a great sort of tear down at Ableton's Ten. He really knows what he's doing as well. In the meantime, stay tuned. Happy holidays. If you're anything like me I've had my own stocking created. I've had it imported from Thailand and it's going to fit an Ableton push.